Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we're joined on the line now by the head of analytics at ETM Analytics, George Glynis, also the director there. So, George, last week was a watershed week for South Africa, no doubt. But this week, equally important for the economy. But what can we look forward to here? Yeah, so I think it's, it, it is equally important for a number of reasons. Um, we, we've seen some more movement through the course of the, the weekend in terms of uh, government's position on the mining charter, but uh, I'll come to that a little bit later. I think the, the importance of, of this week is going to revolve around um, the, the potential reshuffling of cabinet, so that's a, a biggie. Um, there are several ministers that simply don't deserve to be there or uh, have done such a shoddy job that they need to be replaced if if so, Ramaphosa wants to um, w- wants to introduce a, a more meritocratically elected uh, cabinet. So uh, that's the first thing. Um, I think a cabinet reshuffle is very much on the cards and desperately needed. That, that would be number one. Number two uh, is, of course, the budget, um, and, and it's it's happening on Wednesday. We are waiting to to learn whether or not. Uh, Malusi Gigaba is going to be our finance minister to read that budget. I, I suspect that given the, the very short time frame, uh, there's a good chance that he will. Uh, but he's going to have one hell of a task on his hands. Um, he got dealt uh, a fiscal blow, if you like, with the announcement of the free tertiary education program uh, by by um, uh, former President Zuma um, towards the end of last year. Uh, that was quite unexpected uh, within government circles. Uh, it, it may have been on the cards, but it, it hadn't been uh, hadn't been decided yet. And in fact, uh, uh, Zuma's own Hehe Commission uh, had had argued uh, in favour of it not going ahead as it was un, unaffordable. So there's a there's a big fiscal hole there that will need to be plugged. Um, as it was, South Africa's economy was performing so poorly that uh, there was a, a tremendous fiscal shortfall to start with. So he's got to plug both the fiscal shortfall that we inherit from from last year going into this year, courtesy of the very low uh, tax collections. And then on top of it, now we have to find uh, more money to to finance things like the the free tertiary education, which by all accounts is moving ahead. So uh, there's a lot to do. um, And there's there's some fairly significant developments that will have far-reaching implications for the fiscus, which has uh, in itself uh, lots of of, of um, uh, implications for the way that this economy is going to function through the year ahead. And then, uh, George, in the way of data, there are some uh, key releases in the form of CPI and, of course, leading indicators. Any good news on that front? Yeah, so on, on the leading indicators front, uh, we, we're anticipating that those are going to slowly start to pick up through the months ahead. I'm, I'm not sure that we're going to see that in the very latest data, but uh, it's just going to be a matter of time before we see some solid improvement there, um, not in, in, in pointing towards one, one a, a spectacular boom in South Africa by any stretch of the imagination, but at least uh, we can get out of the, the extremely low growth trap that we've been in uh, for the past couple of years. Uh, perhaps we we will get to grow at at levels uh, more than one percent and closer to one and a half percent, which, given you know where we've been, where, where we've come from, uh, would would be uh, a result and at least a step in the right direction. Uh, in terms of inflation, um, there, yes, we can start looking forward to inflation moderating a little further, uh, and and uh, here we hope to see the inflation number 
uh, potentially drop uh, to below the, the midpoint of the 3 to 6% inflation target band, which will have some interesting implications for how the Reserve Bank conducts its monetary policy going forward, because uh, it has been wanting to try and uh, break the back of these inflation expectations that remain hovered at the upper, up, upper limit of, of that target band. And so if we can um, create that credibility, which allows for inflation expectations to moderate closer to that 4.5% mark, I think the Reserve Bank will be pleased and may even um, ease monetary policy uh, in the months ahead. And just a final one, uh, George, the judicial review of the mining charter, that was, of course, due to begin today. It's been put on hold. Ramaphosa wanting to renegotiate. Uh, Good news? For the yeah, start of the week? Absolutely, very good news. Um, and, and it's something I think financial markets will will uh, be pleased about. The, the mine, uh, mining stocks are, are likely to respond favorably to that, uh, the RAND as well. So it, it's been an impasse that was self-inflicted. It didn't need to be there. Uh, the, the mining charter, as it stood, was unworkable. Uh, so it had to be reviewed one way or another. And uh, Zwani would have lost. Uh, there, there's almost no doubt in my mind Zwani would have lost. So the the renegotiation, re- renegotiation was was absolutely critical. Uh, it it does um, it, it it is aligned with what uh, Ramaphosa mentioned in his sona. So we it's good to see that some action is being taken and very swiftly at that. Uh, so we will watch the space. But yes, uh, it, it, another step in the right direction, and one hopes that we can break this impasse once and for all, and allow the mining sector to do what it does best. Well, George, we'll leave it for uh, there for today. Thanks so much. Uh, George Glynis is the Director and Head of Analytics at ETM Analytics.